Today on Tacos Tuesday, we sit down with Madalena from EcomC to talk about a variety of different things related to PPC. For example, how to do keyword research, how to set up your campaigns, recommendations for launching, and what kind of key metrics to look out for. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. <laughs> want to check estimated sales for products you see on Amazon? Or maybe you want to instantly see how many listings on page one of a search term result have the actual searched keyword in the title. You can find all of these things out and more with the Helium 10 Chrome extension tool, X-Ray. More than 1 million people have used this tool. Find out what it can do for you by downloading it for free at h10.me forward slash X-Ray. h10.me forward slash X-Ray. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Series Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Shivali Patel, and this is the show that is our monthly Tacos Tuesday episode, where we talk anything and everything PPC. Today, our guest is from EcomC, which is an Amazon and Walmart ads agency, and our guest is Madalena. Welcome in. How are you? Well, yeah, I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to have you on. I know that we're talking all things PPC. We're going to have some questions kind of filing in and it's going to be AMA style. But in the meantime, how about we talk a little bit about you? So what you do at EcomC, how you got started in this field and what have you? First of all, thanks for having me. I'm super excited. <laughs> and uh, it's really nice to see everyone just joining from different parts of the world. <laughs> so I'm Madalina. I'm, um, uh, I've been in the industry for the past six years. Yeah, doing everything Amazon and then um, specializing in PPC because um, I'm more like a data lover, you know. So um, I started uh, doing PPC at EcomC and now I'm the PPC lead. And do you offer such an important service too at that? PPC is so monumental for any business. So I'm excited to talk a little bit about how you guys kind of approach your PPC campaigns, how you audit, how you optimize. And so let's kind of just dig right deep, right? How does EcomC navigate its PP campaigns? Like when somebody comes to you with their their campaigns, what is sort of the first way that you really look at it and audit? First of all, we would be looking not only at the advertising campaigns, but we would be looking at the products overall and kind of reverse engineer performance. Um, a, a, this against to the client's target. So if uh, we have issues with sales or if we have issues with uh, profitability, we would be basically a reverse engineer from there and kind of see like, do we have a PPC order percentage that's too high? Uh, is our organics um, doing okay? Obviously we would be using um, Cerebro and all the helium to, uh, 10 tools to kind of like um, reverse engineer performance, see how we're doing compared to the markets and things like this. Uh, when it comes to PPC, so of course PPC plays like a, a very, very important role, but like my point is that it's it's not only PPC that goes in here because um, we kind of like look at, at performance overall. So at a uh, advertising level, we would be basically um, assessing main metrics like uh, clicked rate is um, everything that we put in our ads 
kind of relevant to our uh, audience. Um, we would be looking at conversion rates, see like if there's anything we can do um, at a very detailed level when it comes to like placements or things like this. Um, are we doing negations? Are we doing like all the different kind of uh, placements? Are we doing all the match types? So kind of like going through a very detailed um, audit to see is if basically um, the uh, client objectives are being reached or not, and if not, what else um, are we doing in order to um, reach the objectives? Yeah, I know I kind of threw you into the deep end there because there are so many different things that that are part of the PPC campaigns, right? You have your, your ad structure, maybe it's something that's an underlying factor. Uh, I do see we have uh, questions starting to roll in. So let's go ahead and start with how to start PPC. So I guess for this question, if somebody is just starting, I know we just talked very briefly about Auditing, what about if you're just getting started? Is there a specific campaign structure or like match type, specific kind of ads that you recommend? Yes, yeah, so we we usually um, start with the bare minimum and that would be um, exact campaigns for your very uh, relevant keywords, right? So we would be using the um, Cerebro tool in order to find what, comp what are your competitors are uh, ranking for and then we'd kind of like find your most relevant keywords and start um, exact campaigns from there. So I think that would be a good, a good start. Um, what um, I usually like from there to, to the, from there as well is not to limit only on exact, also do like a broad plus to, so uh, a broad modifier to ensure like you kind of uh, find the long tails from your highly relevant keywords as well. So that would kind of like ensure you're using the um, the budget in the most efficient way. So that would be um, the like the match types I would use. Um, then um, at the structure level, like there's a whole debate like how to um, organize your campaigns and things like this. It's it's up to you and the tools you're, you'll be using to optimize campaigns. Um, we would prefer to kind of like um, put all the um, um, highly um, searched keywords in one campaign because we can monitor them more closely and we can better understand performance. We can change uh, the placements, the day parting, uh, change budgets more easily and things like this. Um, and then for the um, uh, maybe lower volume keywords, maybe like add uh, maximum, um, if they're super low volume, I would say maybe like 15 keywords max per campaign, wow. and then um, try to put ba uh, put them, to group them based on intent. So then when you look at a very high level um, in your advertising console, you understand exactly what performs well, uh, what kind of um, targets you might want to dial down on and things like this. Um, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot to start with, but don't get overwhelmed. I, that, that's also an advice, don't get overwhelmed because, um, yeah, it, even if you start with the exact um, and um, doing like a um, broad modifier, um, you should see some performance. If you don't see performance, then um, get in touch with us. We can troubleshoot. 
<laughs> right, right. I think the most important thing is definitely what you said is just getting started and then modifying from there. Something that you did mention is budget. I've heard sort of a debate even on that aspect, right? Because some people say you should start with a really large budget per day and then just bid a little bit lower. Some people say just go based off of what you can really work with. So what is your take on that specifically? So it's it really depends on your product price and your estimated conversion. Because like, let's say you have a, a product... Um, um, priced at $20 and your target A cost, let's say, might be 100% to start with, your budget could, like for that particular company, let's say, might be uh, $20, right? So you can work it out this way. Um, if you have a high, higher price product, then of course you can um, work on your budget as well. But uh, I would reverse engineer it from the price of your product and based on your estimated conversion rate. Good advice. Good advice. I feel like uh, my broad match campaigns always burn money. So it's it's always a tricky game getting the right sweet spot. I see we have some more questions. So let's go ahead and, and pop those onto the page. We have Yazak. He says, I'm about to launch two new listings. Congratulations. Any new strategies? Do you have any PPC recommendations for launching? Which keywords uh, do long tail, low search or high search volume? For the long tails, uh, I would definitely... I would definitely add your long tails. It, it's all based on relevancy. So if your long tails are relevant, um, definitely add them in your campaign. Um, if they are high in search volume, just make sure you start with low bids in order to make sure you can't control the spend. You can always go uh, back and increase bids, but if you wake up with a very high spend, that's you can't go back on that. <laughs> um, so yeah, make sure you set up low bids initially. Um, I would say start with the classic approach. Go and research your competitors, see what they're ranking on, um, see if there's any sales you can steal from them. Um, with like the highly relevant keywords you'll be targeting um, and um, of course like add those keywords in in um, exact campaigns and then start with the broad modifier uh, to do like the, um, the long tails if you have like a limited budget. All right we have what are the key metrics you are following? We uh, love conversion rate, <laughs> we love orders so that is a key metric we are looking at. Um, other than that, to define relevancy, we look at click-through rate as well. And down the uh, profitability road, uh, we would um, look at clicks, impressions, uh, spend, um, ACOS, um, total advertising cost of sales, TACOS, um, and yeah, things like this. So basically a lot of <laughs> metrics, but the key ones would be basically conversion to assess like how your um, campaign is, uh, is going and then um, how much traffic you're you're putting into or you're receiving from Amazon, so impressions and clicks. Amazing. We also have Ismail who said how to research keywords. Now, of course, as, as somebody from Helium 10 can also say you can check out the Sears Sellers podcast. We have a few episodes that Bradley's done for keyword research, like master classes that you can go in and check out how to do keyword research using Cerebro, Magnet, some other ways. But Madalena, I also want to hear from you sort of how you guys approach keyword research? Yeah, so we are actually um, in line with the Helium 10 approach. Um, so we would be, with these very important 
um, to look at your market, study your competitors. So um, find your find your competitors first, and you can do that by um, looking at your product features. So your the price would be very important. The number of ratings, how many, um, how uh, established they are in the market, and things like this. So first. Um, find your competitors, then uh, find your keywords based on the competitors. And this is where the Cerebro um, uh, will come in and then you, you'd reverse engineer basically the um, keywords competitors could be ranking on and you'd try to go for those uh, particular keywords. Uh, now, the, um, in Cerebro, you also have that relevancy column, which you can look at. So basically um, try to go for you basically assess relevancy based on um, how many competitors would be ranking for your product. So try to look at the keywords that are the most relevant ones uh, in order to prioritize those in your advertising campaigns and then bid higher on them and try to um, base your launch strategy on them basically. I think what Madalena said is really important. You guys can go in, check out relative rank filters inside of Cerebro or Magnet. Um, but in doing so, in running a multi-ASIN search, you can then go in, check out where you're positioned in accordance with your competitors and then adjust your strategy. So let's say you have a really great competitor who is killing it and you see that they're ranking higher than you on a specific keyword, you can use that keyword adjust your strategy and incorporate into your listing or into your PPC campaigns. And then vice versa, if you, you know, uh, have some of these other filters, you have um, Amazon recommended rank, you have your sponsored type, you can go in reverse engineer somebody's PPC strategy. If you're doing a single ASIN search, there's so many cool things to do. So again, make sure you guys go and uh, check out the Sear Sellers podcast I'm talking about with the masterclasses. If you type in masterclass, you should be able to find it. We also have uh, Tassin from Germany. Any Amazon report to check day parting performance and your rank on Amazon? Yes, so there would be. So um, we have that in Adtomic, and I love the, the Adtomic uh, performance um, graph on it. But if uh, you're using Amazon, there is a sponsored product um a report you can download it if you go like in um basically sponsor products and then it's the campaign one and then you have like the uh hourly you just have to choose it uh hourly and then it will go for the last 14 days um yeah if i don't like the fact that it's for 14 days only Hillington uh, has for 60 days. So I do love that. <laughs> All right. We also have Abe who's uh, responding to something I said about the broad match campaign. He said, Shivali, negate frequently in broad. I do negate frequently and I use Adtomic. Uh, so Adtomic lets you set up rules and suggestions. I suppose I probably need to go in there even more frequently. However, speaking of Adtomic, I hear that Ecomc uses Adtomic. So I would love to know a little bit about how you guys use the tool itself for all of your clients it, it depends on the client on the account on the brand on the product <laughs> so we don't uh, do like a, an overall approach um so we would be basically going with some benchmarks and um we would be setting up some some rules in atomic based on them so um we would be looking at the main metrics we talked about in fact like the um conversion rate the clicks um the um impressions overall spend for that particular uh, for like a particular target and we would go with those kind of metrics and set up uh rules um and kind of like if performance is not good 
good based on the category or the product, uh, decrease speed, if performance is um, uh, good, increase speed and things like this. We do want like a very, um, we, because like we put a lot of time into knowing the product and understanding the category and things like this. So then we would be manually going and approving the, um, the bid suggestions because like if, um, you get the, the audience doesn't know like basically what atomic would do is to uh give you some suggestions bid suggestions or um budget suggestions or negative keyword suggestions and things like this so then we would be manually um applying those to make sure like our knowledge is combined with the knowledge from we put in atomic and kind of make sure um that we understand what kind of actions we took and then how the results were affected by those particular actions so kind of like track and measure um this way um yes so and again it would be like um it would depend like on the product, market, category, and things like this, and then on your um, goals as well, like if you want to be more profitable, if you want to uh, increase sales and things like this. We also have another question on the, the thresholds since we were talking about the key metrics before. So what are the general thresholds for click-through rate and conversion? <laughs> yeah, I love that question, but it's, uh, it, yeah, it, it will really depend on your category and on your, um, on your product because, yeah, if you can see very big variations uh, from one product to, to another, I would really throw you off if I were to give you like some benchmarks, I don't know if at, at some point it used to be like 0.3, let's say in click to rate. Now, let's say we are seeing a little bit of an improvement when it comes to click to rate um, and conversion rate again, like depend, it really depends on your, on your product. Um, yeah, you, now you can actually, um, see that in the pro you can see like kind of some some ideas of your com of the category conversion rate in the product opportunity explorer as well like you have the if you search for the niche you can basically um see the uh, conversion rate for that particular niche what is the best metric to use in cerebro or magnet to find the most relevant keywords for the product that you are selling um so what we usually do internally i know there's now the um, um the column that shows you like how many competitors are ranking for that product uh we we are uh downloading the report to make sure there's nothing we're missing and kind of like uh filter things down and things like this and we would basically just apply a relevancy formula to better understand like um based on the keyword relevancy as well so Sorry, let me take that from the beginning. Basically, we would be taking like the what sounds relevant. We would be clustering that and then apply a relevancy uh, column from um, formula from there um, in with the data we downloaded from Cerebro. I think that answers that. We have explained what is the best match type for PPC broad phrase and exact. There, I wouldn't say there's something like the best match type because again, like it will depend on your product and your target. Um, exact is the most controlled one. So from a profitability point of view, that's your best, let's say, because you can really, um, like the, the search terms you would have would be essentially like the search terms, uh, you wanted to put in that campaign. Um, then phrase is good like for an uh, in-between discovery and then broad is best for discovery. Um, broad now is super broad. Um, 
on some accounts actually on and on some some uh, products uh but yes i would say if you're launching exact is your best friend if you're like in the discovery phase and trying to find new keywords then broad and phrase would also be um good good friends <laughs> okay now we have Yazak has asked, I found around 80 keywords or phrases relevant to my product. How many exact campaigns would you do or should do? And do you use auto campaign for launch? Yes, auto campaigns could be good for launch. Um, again, like depends on your budget, depends on your product and how much you want to invest in, in discovery. You, it would be good to, to set up auto as well, but usually like if your budget is limited go with a, a lower uh budget and lower bid on auto just to ensure your budget is um distributed nicely in in those exact you've put a lot of work uh discovering already so about the 80 keyword phrases relevant to your product um so depends on your search volume depends like how um popular those keywords would be on amazon um you can i that does sound like a lot of keywords i would say um that will be like if you imagine if you if all your keywords would have one click you already have and you have like a, a dollar cost per click you'd already have 80 um in spend only from those particular keywords uh only with one click depending on your conversion rate that will obviously be be higher so i would maybe try to filter down a little bit more but again depends on your on your budget and your launch strategy your product um i would do um for the very very low volume keywords i would do um 10 keywords per campaign and then for the high volume keywords i or medium volume keywords i would do uh, five keywords per campaign, then for the very high volume keywords um, and the ones that you're really trying to to go with for the launch, I would do only one keyword per campaign. You can control the placements, the, uh, you can or you can play with the day parting and things like this, uh, because yeah, you might have, if, if they are very high in volume, you might be surprised with how much they could be spending. So if I sum that up, just for those of you that are listening, maybe four or five that are very high search volume, very highly relevant that you do want to rank for just one each in exact match campaigns. And then the medium style ones, maybe five keywords per. And then the low would be 10 to 15, I believe is what you said at the beginning, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. On the note of exact, this person's asked the number of keywords in campaign structure. I can see that you Avoid making too many single word campaigns. Is there a specific reason for that, like difficulty to manage it or something else? Yes. Yeah, so when you start, especially, it is quite hard to um, manage it if you don't have like a tool um, like Atomic. I would say, uh, yeah, it would be it would be quite difficult to look manually in each campaign, you know, and kind of apply your bid. So that that is uh, the main reason why you wouldn't do um, too many single word, too many single search term campaigns. Because um, yeah, just to clarify, actually, you don't mean single words, right? You mean single search terms? I think it's yeah, single search term yeah. inside of campaigns. But for any yeah. of you guys yeah. who don't use Atomic at the moment and you want a free demo, you can go to h10.me forward slash Atomic. So that's h10.me forward slash Atomic if you want to get a free demo of Atomic to learn how to use it. 
Hey guys, been working with brand related terms, tried branching out to general category terms, currently running campaigns with limited sales. What should be the strategy here? So I guess uh, that's where you're taking most of your traffic from, but you're also doing um, a general category search term, like a product, I would imagine a sponsored product category target. So I would do, I would ensure like apart from the branded search terms, you also have those kind of um, product descriptors in your exact and uh, broad plus or phrase. Um, so uh, back to the, the garlic press example, like if it was a Nike <laughs> a garlic press, um, let's say, yeah, you, you are advertising on all the, the branded search terms, but also make sure you're advertising on um, garlic press. So your product descriptor um, and then go go from there again like check your competitors see where they're getting their sales from um do some some keywords research and um ensure like you you also like do all the the exacts that are not related necessarily to your um your brand and then apart from like the if you're already running only sponsored products, I, will, I would also ensure you're doing like sponsored brands, sponsored brand videos for your branded search terms, sponsored display, uh, you're targeting your own ASINs, um, and then you're doing sponsored display targeting, retargeting, that kind of thing. So ensure like all the different um, advertising types are also being ticked uh, for your branded search terms, if that's where you're, you're, you have seen performance. We do also have whether or not you should run campaigns for competition brand names when you are just getting started, when you're just launching? Yes, I would. Well, th those would be relevant targets. I guess, again, it depends on your budget. It depends like how um, closely related your competitors would be as well from a price perspective and from um, like reviews perspective. Um, if they are very popular on Amazon as well. Like how many, um, how much visibility would they get out of it? And what's your, your plan with the launch? Are you planning to steal sales from there, from them? Or are you planning to, in fact, like, um, rank on other keywords? So I would, if you're planning to rank on other keywords organically and those are more like extras, you might want to steal some sales from them, but that's not your what your strategy is focused on. Um, I would just run them with very low bids, see how they're working, see like how, how they could convert. If um, they would be um, like, if that's your strategy, if you're stealing sales from, yeah, definitely run, <laughs> run campaigns, campaigns on them. But yes, it, again, it depends like um, on the different factors regarding search volume and um, the, the metrics I've mentioned. We have a question here that says we sell, we all sell better in some states and worse in others. So is this something that you consider in your strategy? And if yes, how? To prioritize the market. And sorry, I'm not sure I'm understanding the. I believe this is just more widespread. Let's say you're selling in the U.S. marketplace, and you know that your consumers are purchasing more in a given state. Then is that something that you consider? I guess yes. You can definitely um, um, tailor your strategy based on the the different states as well. 
you won't be able to advertise differently in different states, unfortunately. We hope that will be a feature that will be released soon. But um, yeah, you can definitely target keywords that are, are uh, for the different states. Um, and you can potentially like um, use day parting as well. Like if there is quite different um, like if the states are super differently uh, from a geographical point of view, super different from a geographical point of view, and then you might see some uh, performance differences, you could potentially use day parting to uh, tailor that strategy. So uh, time zones, if if you know that certain time zones are selling better than others, then definitely day parting. Um, but outside of that, I think your best bet if you were going to go that route is really just external traffic, right? It's going to be Facebook, I think, is where you can actually segment stuff like that out when you're going geographically speaking, if you want to do certain states, but that's completely off Amazon. We have a defensive PPC question. What tactics do you recommend to cover more real estate from your own page? What is your advice sellers to sellers when they have competitors that push very hard PPC on your listing or your product detail page? We would make sure we are targeting ourselves. So basically target your own AC when it comes to a sponsored product because um, you'd be f basically following the customer throughout the journey. And then it's not only like on your product page, but also kind of like targeting um, those customers that were interested in your in your product. And so and also like target your products um, like in your whole catalog. So make sure you have like a defensive campaign um, or for all the products in your catalog. Um, and that covers uh, sponsor products, sponsor brands, sponsor brand videos, um, and sponsor display. It depends like how popular your brand is as well, because like sometimes um, you might wanna, as you say, have like a defensive strategy. Um, other times you might just wanna um, ensure you're getting sales from from it because the page could be already super cluttered by other by other search results uh, and also depends like on your product performance so um let's say you have some products that we're you're la launching right now and you might not have a great visibility on them there is a chance you might not even index on those uh products for your brand names um so definitely I would definitely target the, the new products to ensure like they are at the top of the search results. Um, you also want to make sure like the customers are not too distracted when they go on your page, right? So um, make sure that you kind of keep them there and kind of show them what other options they can um, they can have from you. Um, also like a, make use of uh, the free retail space when it comes to stores, the, uh, sorry, the costs and uh, publish a lot of posts. So uh, those will appear on your uh, on your product uh, page. Um, yeah, basically all the all use all the different types of placements on your uh, on your own ASIN. So I know we're kind of coming up on time here, but I just wanted to leave a little bit of room to give you some space to talk a little bit about how people can contact you if they want to reach out to you or talk uh, talk to ecomc business at ecomc.com and uh, we also offer a free audit we're happy to to look at uh, clients performance see how we can help uh, increase their sales uh, with ppc and also like with uh, product optimization uh, we also do uh, walmart so if uh, 
in case I didn't mention it. <laughs> so that we are happy to, to help on uh, that side as well. Um, and actually for the, uh, uh, the audience uh, here, we are uh, happy to offer a 25% discount for the first three months as well. So uh, just let us know if you need any help and you can, um, yeah, you can get, get the freebie as well on your first three months. Amazing. So I know you mentioned Walmart really briefly. And I know, I know we said we were closing out, but just really quickly, do we have any Walmart sellers here that are that are watching? And do any of you actually sell on the platform? I'd love to know. Because I know a lot of our questions were kind of geared in general or like mostly Amazon based. Thank you so much, Madalena, by the way, for being here. And it seems like people got a lot of value out of it. And I'm excited for this episode to go out. All right. Take care. Take care.